You're listening to episode number 25 of Radical Shift. What lens are you seeing life through? So in this episode, you are going to get the backstory of one of the most frustrating and most pivotal moments in one of my clients' life when she was at an all-time low and what she decided to do that helped turn her entire life around. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so thankful that we have this time together. Now, if you ever want to connect with me or reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram. It's at HeyCarlaWhite or on Facebook at HeyCarlaWhite. I would love to hear from you because I just love to hear how these podcast episodes are impacting your life. And if you are new here, I would highly suggest going back and binge listening from the start. I had a woman who reached out to me. She was working a menial job. It was pretty boring. So she threw on her headphones. She listened to some podcasts. She grabbed Radical Shift, started listening to Radical Shift, and she listened from the very start. And this year, she is doubling down on her business. She's quadrupling her profits. She is going to step way outside of her norm. She stopped working that menial job and she is running her own business simply because of listening to these podcasts. So also, I want to just let you know that this probably will be a little bit shorter than normal uh, simply because I have a sick one at home. He, uh, it's been a blizzardy few days and Obviously, when you're stuck inside, you start to uh, get sick. You catch germs. So I'm going to have to jump off and go nurse him a little bit and give him some snuggles and some love. But before I do that, I want to talk to you about the lens that you're looking at life through. So a woman who she listened to the last podcast, which was all about forgiveness Uh, She said, look, I have been able to forgive people in the past. I even forgave a man who completely overstepped his boundaries and was not only uh, harmful to me, but my daughter. But, and then she got into this story about the father of her child. And they met, it was very much like to Titanic, where they met on a boat on a cruise ship. Uh, They were both working on the cruise ship and she said it was like soulmates, everything. They couldn't, nobody could tear them apart. They were so attached at the hip, so in love. And then she got pregnant and she had to leave the ship. And he promised he would marry her. He did not. He uh, went off and met another girl and many years later, They reunited and he got to meet his daughter and there were so many similarities between him and his daughter. And then he wanted back into that life again. And of course, her guard was up and she said, no, and I need to see it to believe it. And he came up with all sorts of excuses from (laughs) the refrigerator burning down to his house, not being able to sell. And 
every day that she saw her daughter with gratitude, with love, with appreciation, she also was reminded of the experience she had with this man who she trusted impeccably. She had his child. They were going to spend the rest of their life together, yet he betrayed her. And she listened to the last podcast episode, and she finally, after 21 years, was able to forgive him. And I want to tell you, it's through a new perspective on their relationship, on him, on their history together, on the story she's been telling herself, that not only is she releasing pain and anxiety and stress out of her body and out of her mind, she is also allowing new experiences to come into her life. Her guard isn't up anymore on men and on relationships. Before she would tell herself, I could not, there are no good men that aren't out there. And now, now she is starting to see things from a way different perspective. And in this podcast episode, I want to talk to you about perspectives and how your perspective about wealth, relationships, being healthy, how that really defines what you're capable of achieving. So another woman who is in my 21-day Mindset Reset Challenge, which um, I think the next one we're going to kick off on March 1st. So if you want to get into that, you can reserve your spot now. You will get into the March 1st challenge, not this one. Uh, but a woman in that challenge, she, she realized that she had some really big limiting beliefs on what it took for her to create wealth or what it meant to create wealth. Because in her mind, creating wealth or being rich would mean that she would have to do stuff that she didn't like. Because doing good for other people, being a good person, giving them a service, making their lives fruitful, will never ever make you money. And I know that I have been in that camp. I have learned that through growing up, that if you want to make money, you have to be mean, you have to be evil, and you don't make money doing good things. In fact, I used to work at the Pentagon um, on a Pentagon program, getting rid of nuclear weapons. And that was my big hurrah. I'm going to save the world. I'm going to save the world from all these nuclear weapons. And after a few years of working there, I threw up my arms. I gave up and I said, that's enough. I'm done with making money in the world or trying to save the world. I'm now just going to make money and have fun. Like I did not think that the two could go together. I did not think you could save the world as well as make money and have fun. And the truth of it is, if you want to make money that you truly enjoy, that you don't get rid of right away, you have to enjoy making it. It can't be arduous. It can't be hard. It can't be really stressful. And it can't be evil, evil because we do this, what we call mental laundering of our money. So we have this subconscious mind, which is going thousands of miles per hour compared to our conscious logical mind. And when it comes to spending money, we subconsciously with emotions decide what we're going to spend that money on. So there was a gentleman, he went to the casino, he brought five bucks with him. And out of that five bucks, he immediately had a huge win and had was $500,000 up. And he gambled through that $500,000 back down to 
Now, when he got back to the hotel room with his wife, he his wife said, so how much did you spend? And he said, nothing. I, I was even. I spent five bucks and I came out with five bucks. So in his mind, that $500,000 was neither his to have or own. And therefore, he never lost it either. And we have these emotional ties with money that we, it, it, it defines how we're going to spend the money. So it's scientifically proven that if you get the money in a way that you feel isn't very um, righteous or any very worthy or honest, then you will donate a good portion of that money to even out your good, your emotions about that money. So you will donate most of that money because you do not feel like you deserve it. I have a client who she won the million dollar lottery and she ended up more in debt, which is very common because most people don't think of that as their money. They don't put it against budgets or spreadsheets. It's, they didn't work really hard for it. So their spending habits around that are completely different than if that million dollars came in through their career, through their job. And I will tell you that when you start to make money, having fun, enjoying what you do, loving what you do, you don't spend it as if it's evil or malicious or even like it's not yours, even when it comes in very quickly. So it is actually the best thing to earn money doing what you love. Now, the next thing that she said was having great impact is something that other people do. It's not what she does. She's on the sidelines and she watches and she cheers on other people who are making the great impact. And if you're like me, who grew up very clumsy, cheering on the sports team instead of being out on the court, that very much resonates in my mind as well. I can absolutely picture other people. They're crushing it. There's, they're doing such a great job. And I am posting on all their social medias, like hurrahing them along every step of the way. And yet when I look at my own life and my own impact, I sometimes forget that this is my job as well. In fact, it's everybody's job. And we forget how much of an impact we're making on other people's lives. So it's scientifically proven that if you open up the door for another person, that emotion will go five people deep. So if you open up the door for another person, smile at them, say good day, that person will say hello to the immediate next person that they see. And that immediate next person will do the same and do the same. So it has this ripple effect. You have a ripple effect, but you forget who you're affecting and to what degree. And because you aren't, you don't have a million likes or 100,000 followers, you sometimes forget that your impact is bigger than the social media profile. So I, when, before I got into social media and internet marketing and I was running my agency, I had a neighbor across the street who started babysitting my son when he was about four or five years old. And we were sitting there visiting and she was probably about a senior in high school. And we were visiting and I was asking her what she was going to do after high school. And she said that she was going to go into med school and which was really awesome. 
super smart girl. And I asked her what, what inspired her to do that. And she looked at me and she said, well, you did. And I about fell off my chair because here I was hardly even able to take care of my own home. I needed her help to help me with my home. And she was looking up to me and saying, you made this impact in my life. The girl across the street, she wanted to go on to be a doctor because she saw me accelerating in my career and I was evidence that you could do it. And I absolutely remember this growing up, although most of the mothers that I grew up with were helping with the farm and caring for children. We had huge families in my hometown. Um, the few that did have careers, my own mom included, were they just impacted me. They just left some sort of impression. And although she wasn't doing anything, I don't know, at a national level or international level, she was making an impact in my life because I saw her daily. So if you look around at those who you see daily, those are the people that you're impacting. Those are the people that are looking at you. And if you open up that door and if you show them a little bit of kindness, or if you give them inspiration, if you encourage them with their dream, you're going to have a huge impact on their life. Now, the third thing that this woman said was she believed that rich people are bullies. That was her, her belief going forward in life. And it was because she grew up with these children that were children um, of affluent families. And they seemed to be meaner than the children of non-affluent families. But as she grew up and she got to know people who made a lot of money, she realized they aren't mean. They aren't bullies. And I think this goes, it changes with generations and with time. Because we're in a new time and era where anybody can get rich fairly, um, not simply, but not with the needing the bricks and mortar and the whole teams and everything that we used to need to start an organization and a company. Thanks to the internet, thanks to technology, you can have a very small team and a huge impact. And... With this, we are getting newfound millionaires. A lot of people who grew up with shoes that were too small, shoes with holes in them, myself included. And when they come into money through their own creations, through their own organization, they aren't necessarily suddenly going to be these evil people. They, it just doesn't go, it doesn't go hand in hand. In fact, the more evil you are when you're growing your business, the more problems you will have in your business. And so it's not that you have even business problems. You have personal problems that manifest in your business. You have personal problems that manifest in your business as business problems. So if you have a personal problem about wealth and people like if I get wealthy, I'm going to have to be a bully because wealthy people are bullies. If you have this little idea in your head, that will manifest in your business. You will stand in your way. You will stop yourself from launching a product, hiring a coach, doing that next big, rather scary step, which will shift you out of being stuck right now, out of the same over and over again. So I always think from perspectives and knowing there's a lot of people who want to hire me as their coach 
And I know I can make them thousands of dollars. I helped my eight-year-old make over $5,000 just last summer with a little summertime business. So I know if you're an adult, I can help you if I can help my little eight-year-old who doesn't even want to listen to his mom half the time. So, um, but a lot of these people have these ideas that, well, I don't have the money to, to hire you because they're comparing the investment with a coach to that of a mortgage payment or the nanny or the summer vacation or the new refrigerator or the home repairs. And the thing is, and this goes back to perspective, is the investment that you're making in a coach or anything else is not like a refrigerator that wears out as soon as uh, you take it home. Also, it's not that you don't have the money. The money is out there. The money is circulating in the world. There is so much, there's more money today than ever there was before in the, ever, ever. Way back, even in our parents' generation, there's so much money, more money on the planet. Yet, we tell ourselves we can, it's hard to come by. So that's a perspective. If it's evil, easy money, it's evil money. And also, it has to come out of my own account. I have to look at my own account, where it's at right now, and this determines whether I can invest in a coach or not. And I will tell you, it's not that it has to come out of your own, own account. You have to think about it. Who has my money? Who has my money? And how do I circulate it from their pockets into my, my account so I can grow my own business, I can do what I love doing, I can be rich and not be a bully, <laughs> and I can make an impact. Because people will spend their money. We love spending our money. And if they are going to spend it anyway, wouldn't it be awesome if they spent it with you? Someone who cares, someone who wants to help them grow, someone who wants to see them expand and be a better person. Wouldn't it be better if they spent it with you rather than toxic drinks or clothes or material items or something that they don't need? Wouldn't it be better? So what is the perspective that you are seeing the world through? What is the lens that you are seeing your business through, your finances through, being rich through, being healthy through, relationships through, forgiveness through? What lens are you seeing it through and how can you change that lens so it's no longer clouding your vision and holding you back? All right, guys, until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.